Section 22 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 6. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 6, by various authors. Section 22, Selected Excerpts from Christian Morals and Urn Burial, by Sir Thomas Brown. From Christian Morals When thou lookest upon the imperfections of others, allow one eye for what is laudable in them, and the balance they have from some excellency which may render them considerable. While we look with fear or hatred upon the teeth of the viper, we may behold his eye with love. In venomous natures something may be amiable. Poisons afford antipoisons. Nothing is totally or altogether uselessly bad. Notable virtues are sometimes dashed with notorious vices, and in some vicious tempers have been found illustrious acts of virtue, which makes such observable worth in some actions of King Demetrius, Antonius, and Ahab, as are not to be found in the same kind in Aristides, Numera, David, Constancy, generosity, clemency, and liberality have been highly conspicuous in some persons, not marked out in other concerns, for example, or imitation. But since goodness is exemplary in all, if others have not our virtues, let us not be wanting in theirs, nor scorning them for their vices whereof we are free, be condemned by their virtues wherein we are deficient there is dross alloy and embasement in all human tempers and he flieth without wings who thinks to find ophir or pure metal in any for perfection is not like light centred in any one body but like the dispersed seminalities of vegetables at the creation scattered through the whole mass of the earth, no place producing all and almost all some. So that tis well if a perfect man can be made out of many men, and to the perfect eye of God, even out of mankind. Time which perfects some things, imperfects also others. Could we intimately apprehend the ideated man and as he stood in the intellect of God upon the first exertion by creation, we might more narrowly comprehend our present degeneration and how widely we are fallen from the pure exemplar and idea of our nature. For after this corruptive elongation from a primitive and pure creation we are almost lost in degeneration and Adam hath not only fallen from his creator, but we ourselves from Adam, our Tycho and primary generator. If generous honesty, valour and plain dealing be the cognizance of thy family or characteristic of thy country, hold fast such inclinations sucked in with thy first breath and which lay in the cradle with thee, Fall not into transforming degenerations which, 
under the old name create a new nation be not an alien in thine own nation bring not orontes into tiber learn the virtues not the vices of thy foreign neighbours and make thy imitation by discretion not contagion feel something of thyself in the noble acts of thy ancestors and find in thine own genius that of thy predecessors rest not under the expired merits of others shine by those of thine own flame not like the central fire which enlighteneth no eyes which no man seeth and most men think there is no such thing to be seen add one ray unto the common lustre and not only to the number but the note of thy generation and prove not a cloud but an asterisk in thy region since thou hast an alarum in thy breast which tells thee thou hast a living spirit in thee above two thousand times in an hour dull not away thy days in slothful supinity and the tediousness of doing nothing to strenuous minds there is an inquietude in over-quietness and no laboriousness in labour and to tread a mile after the slow pace of a snail or the heavy measures of the lazy of brasilia were a most tiring penance and worse than a race of some furlongs at the olympics the rapid courses of the heavenly bodies are rather imitable by our thoughts than our corporeal motions yet the solemn motions of our lives amount unto a greater measure than is commonly apprehended some few men have surrounded the globe of the earth yet many in the set locomotions and movements of their days have measured the circuit of it and twenty thousand miles have been exceeded by them move circumspectly not meticulously but rather carefully solicitous than anxiously solicitudinous think not there is a lion in the way nor walk with leaden sandals in the paths of goodness but in all virtuous motions let prudence determine thy measures strive not to run like hercules a furlong in a breath festination may prove precipitation deliberating delay may be wise conctation and slowness no slothfulness despise not the obliquities of younger ways nor despair of better things whereof there is yet no prospect who would imagine that diogenes who in his younger days was a falsifier of money should in the after-course of his life be so great a contemner of metal some negroes who believe the resurrection think that they shall rise white even in this life regeneration may imitate resurrection our black and vicious tinctures may wear off and goodness clothe us with candour good admonitions knock not always in vain there will be signal examples of god's mercy and the angels must not want their charitable rejoices for the conversion of lost sinners figures of most angles do nearest approach unto circles which have no angles at all 
some may be near unto goodness who are conceived far from it and many things happen not likely to ensue from any promises of antecedencies culpable beginnings have found commendable conclusions and infamous courses pious retractions detestable sinners have proved exemplary converts on earth and may be glorious in the apartment of mary magdalene in heaven men are not the same through all divisions of their ages time experience self-reflections and god's mercies make in some well-tempered minds a kind of translation before death and men to differ from themselves as well as from other persons here of the old world afforded many examples to the infamy of latter ages wherein men too often live by the rule of their inclinations so that without any astral prediction the first day gives the last men are commonly as they were or rather as bad dispositions run into worser habits the evening doth not crown but sourly conclude the day if the almighty will not spare us according to his merciful capitulation at sodom if his goodness please not to pass over a great deal of bad for a small pittance of good or to look upon us in the lump there is slender hope for mercy or sound presumption of fulfilling half his will either in persons or nations they who excel in some virtues being so often defective in others few men driving at the extent and amplitude of goodness but computing themselves by their best parts and others by their worst are content to rest in those virtues which others commonly want which makes this speckled face of honesty in the world and which was the imperfection of the old philosophers and great pretenders unto virtue who well declining the gaping vices of intemperance incontinency violence and oppression were yet blindly peccant in iniquities of closer faces were envious malicious contemners scoffers censurers and stuffed with visit vices no less depraving the ethereal particle and diviner portion of man for envy malice hatred are the qualities of satan close and dark like himself and where such brands smoke the soul cannot be white vice may be had at all prices expensive and costly iniquities which make the noise cannot be every man's sins but the soul may be foully inclinated at a very low rate and a man may be cheaply vicious to the perdition of himself having been long tossed in the ocean of the world he will by that time feel the indraught of another unto which this seems but preparatory and without it of no high value he will experimentally find the emptiness of all things and the nothing of what is past and wisely grounding upon the true christian expectations finding so much past will wholly fix upon what is to come he will long for perpetuity and live as though he made haste to be happy the last may prove the prime part of his life 
and those his best days which he lived nearest heaven live happy in the elysium of a virtuously composed mind and let intellectual contents exceed the delights wherein mere pleasurists take their paradise bear not too slack reins upon pleasure nor let complexional contagion betray thee unto exorbitancy of delight make pleasure thy recreation or intermissive relaxation not thy diana life and profession voluptuousness is as insatiable as covetousness tranquillity is better than jollity and to appease pain than to invent pleasure our hard entrance into the world our miserable going out of it our sicknesses disturbances and sadder encounters in it do clamorously tell us we came not into the world to run a race of delight but to perform the sober acts and serious purposes of man which to omit were foully to miscarry in the advantage of humanity to play away an uniterable life and to have lived in vain forget not the capital end and frustrate not the opportunity of once living dream not of any kind of metempsychosis or transanimation but into thine own body and that after a long time and then also unto wail or bliss according to thy first and fundamental life upon a curricle in this world depends a long course of the next and upon a narrow scene here an endless expansion hereafter in vain some think to have an end of their beings with their lives things cannot get out of their natures or be or not be in despite of their constitutions rational existences in heaven perish not at all and but partially on earth that which is thus once will in some way be always the first living human soul is still alive and all adam hath found no period since the stars of heaven do differ in glory since it hath pleased the almighty hand to honour the north pole with lights above the south since there are some stars so bright that they can hardly be looked upon some so dim that they can scarcely be seen and vast numbers not to be seen at all even by artificial eyes read thou the earth in heaven and things below from above look contentedly upon the scattered difference of things and expect not equality in lustre dignity or perfection in regions or persons below where numerous numbers must be content to stand like lacteous or nebulous stars little taken notice of or dim in their generations all which may be contentedly allowable in the affairs and ends of this world and in suspension unto what will be in the order of things hereafter and the new system of mankind which will be in the world to come when the last may be the first and the first the last when lazarus may sit above caesar and the just obscure on earth shall shine like the sun in heaven when personations shall cease and histrionism of happiness be over 
when reality shall rule and all shall be as they shall be for ever from hydriotaphia or urn burial in the jewish hypogeum and subterranean cell at rome was little observable beside the variety of lamps and frequent draughts of the holy candlestick in authentic draughts of antony and jerome we meet with thigh bones and death's heads but the cemeterial cells of ancient christians and martyrs were filled with draughts of scripture stories not declining the flourishes of cypress palms and olive and the mystical figures of peacocks doves and cocks but iterately affecting the portraits of enoch lazarus jonas and the vision of ezekiel as hopeful draughts and hinting imagery of the resurrection which is the life of the grave and sweetens our habitations in the land of moles and pismires the particulars of future beings must needs be dark unto ancient theories which christian philosophy yet determines but in a cloud of opinions a dialogue between two infants in the womb concerning the state of this world might handsomely illustrate our ignorance of the next whereof methinks we yet discourse in plato's den and are but embryon philosophers pythagoras escapes in the fabulous hell of dante among that swarm of philosophers wherein whilst we meet with plato and socrates cato is to be found no lower place than purgatory among all the set epicurus is most considerable whom men make honest without an elysium who contemned life without encouragement of immortality and making nothing after death yet made nothing of the king of terrors were the happiness of the next world as closely apprehended as the felicities of this it were a martyrdom to live and unto such as consider none hereafter it must be more than death to die which makes us amazed at those audacities that durst be nothing and return into their chaos again certainly such spirits as could contemn death when they expected no better being after would have scorned to live had they known any and therefore we applaud not the judgments of machiavel that christianity makes men cowards or that with the confidence of but half dying the despised virtues of patience and humility have abased the spirits of men which pagan principles exalted but rather regulated the wildness of audacities in the attempts grounds and eternal sequels of death wherein men of the boldest spirits are often prodigiously temerarious nor can we extenuate the valour of ancient martyrs who contemned death in the uncomfortable scene of their lives and in their decrepit martyrdoms did probably lose not many months of their days or parted with life when it was scarce worth the living for beside that long time past holds no consideration unto a slender time to come they had no small disadvantage from the constitution of old age which naturally makes men fearful and complexionally superannuated from the bold and courageous thoughts of youth and fervent years but the contempt of death from corporal animosity promoteth not our felicity 
they may sit in the orchestra and noblest seats of heaven who have held up shaking hands in the fire and humanly contended for glory meanwhile epicurus lies deep in dante's hell wherein we meet with tombs enclosing souls which denied their immortalities but whether the virtuous heathen who lived better than he spake or erring in the principles of himself yet lived above philosophers of more specious maxims lie so deep as he is placed at least so low as not to rise against christians who believing or knowing that truth have lastingly denied it in their practice and conversation were a query too sad to insist on but all almost apprehensions rested in opinions of some future being which ignorantly or coldly believed begat those perverted conceptions ceremonies sayings which christians pity or laugh at happy are they which lived not in that disadvantage of time when men could say little for futurity but from reason whereby the noblest minds fell often upon doubtful deaths and melancholy dissolutions with those hopes socrates warmed his doubtful spirits against that cold potion and cato before he durst give the fatal stroke spent part of the night in reading the immortality of plato thereby confirming his wavering hand unto the animosity of that attempt it is the heaviest stone that melancholy can throw at a man to tell him he is at the end of his nature or that there is no farther state to come unto which this seems progressional and otherwise made in vain without this accomplishment the natural expectation and desire of such a state were but a fallacy in nature unsatisfied considerators would quarrel at the justice of their constitutions and rest content that adam had fallen lower whereby by knowing no other original and deeper ignorance of themselves they might have enjoyed the happiness of inferior creatures who in tranquillity possess their constitutions as having not the apprehension to deplore their own natures and being framed below the circumference of these hopes or cognition of better being the wisdom of god hath necessitated their contentment but the superior ingredient and obscured part of ourselves whereto all present felicities afford no resting contentment will be able at last to tell us we are more than our present selves and evacuate such hopes in the fruition of their own accomplishments ellipsis but the iniquity of oblivion blindly scattereth her poppy and deals with the memory of men without distinction to merit of perpetuity who can but pity the founder of the pyramids erostratus lives that burnt the temple of diana he is almost lost that built it time hath spared the epitaph of adrian's horse confounded that of himself in vain we compute our felicities by the advantage of our good names 
since bad have equal durations and thersites is like to live as long as agamemnon who knows whether the best of men be known or whether there be not more remarkable persons forgot than any that stand remembered in the known account of time without the favour of the everlasting register the first man had been as unknown as the last and methuselah's long life had been his only chronicle oblivion is not to be hired the greater part must be content to be as though they had not been to be found in the register of god not in the record of man twenty-seven names make up the first story and the recorded names ever since contain not one living century the number of the dead long exceedeth all that shall live the night of time far surpasseth the day and who knows when was the equinox every hour adds unto that current arithmetic which scarce stands one moment and since death must be the lucina of life and even pagans could doubt whether thus to live were to die since our longest sun sets at right declensions and makes but winter arches and therefore it cannot be long before we lie down in darkness and have our light in ashes since the brother of death daily haunts us with dying mementos and time that grows old itself bids us hope no long duration diaternity is a dream and folly of expectation footnote two and have our light in ashes according to the custom of the jews who placed a lighted wax candle in a pot of ashes by the corpse darkness and light divide the course of time and oblivion shares with memory a great part even of our living beings we slightly remember our felicities and the smartest strokes of affliction leave but short smart upon us sense endureth no extremities and sorrows destroy us or themselves to weep into stones are fables afflictions induce callosities miseries are slippery or fall like snow upon us which notwithstanding is no unhappy stupidity to be ignorant of evils to come and forgetful of evils past is a merciful provision in nature whereby we digest the mixture of our few and evil days and our delivered senses not relapsing into cutting remembrances our sorrows are not kept raw by the edge of repetitions a great part of antiquity contented their hopes of subsistency with a transmigration of their souls a good way to continue their memories while having the advantage of plural successions they could not but act something remarkable in such variety of beings and enjoying the fame of their past selves making accumulation of glory until their last durations others rather than be lost in the uncomfortable night of nothing were content to recede into the common being 
and make one particle of the public soul of all things, which was no more than to return into their unknown and divine original again. Egyptian ingenuity was more unsatisfied, contriving their bodies in sweet consistencies to attend the return of their souls. But all was vanity, feeding the wind and folly. The Egyptian mummies which Cambyses or time had spared, avarice now consumeth, mummy is become merchandise, Mizraim cures wounds, and Pharaoh is sold for balsams. Ellipsis. There is nothing strictly immortal but immortality. Whatever hath no beginning may be confident of no end, which is the peculiar of that necessary essence that cannot destroy itself and the highest strain of omnipotency to be so powerfully constituted as not to suffer even from the power of itself all others have a dependent being and within the reach of destruction but the sufficiency of christian immortality frustrates all earthly glory and the quality of either state after death makes a folly of posthumous memory god who can only destroy our souls and hath assured our resurrection either of our bodies or names hath directly promised no duration wherein there is so much of chance that the boldest expectants have found unhappy frustration and to hold long subsistence seems but escape in oblivion but man is a noble animal splendid in ashes and pompous in the grave solemnizing nativities and deaths with equal lustre nor omitting ceremonies of bravery in the infamy of his nature Ellipsis. life is a pure flame and we live by an invisible sun within us a small fire sufficeth for life great flames seem too little after death while men vainly affected pyres and to burn like sardanapalus but the wisdom of funeral laws found the folly of prodigal blazes and reduced undoing fires into the rule of sober obsequies wherein few could be so mean as not to provide wood pitch a mourner and an urn Ellipsis while some have studied monuments others have studiously declined them and some have been so vainly boisterous that they durst not acknowledge their graves wherein alaricus seems more subtle who had a river turned to hide his bones at the bottom even sulla who thought himself safe in his own could not prevent revenging tongues and stones thrown at his monument Happy are they whom privacy makes innocent, who deal so with men in this world that they are not afraid to meet them in the next, who, when they die, make no commotion among the dead, and are not touched with that poetical taunt of Isaiah. Pyramids, arches, obelisks were but the irregularities of vainglory and wild enormities of ancient magnanimity the most magnanimous resolution rests in the christian religion 
which trampleth upon pride and sits on the neck of ambition, humbly pursuing that infallible perpetuity unto which all others must diminish their diameters and be poorly seen in angles of contingency. Pious spirits who passed their days in raptures of futurity made little more of this world than the world that was before it while they lay obscure in the chaos of preordination and night of their forebeings. And if any have been so happy as truly to understand Christian annihilation, ecstasis, exolution, liquefaction, transformation, the kiss of the spouse, gustation of God and ingression into the divine shadow, they have already had a handsome anticipation of heaven. The glory of the world is surely over, and the earth in ashes unto them. End of section 22